all of you people listening to Tom and Jim's Top 5, you know who I am, but you don't know why I'm here. That's right, it's Bob Schulte, the greatest wrestling commentator alive from the Skullbuster WrestleCast, and I'm here to tell you when I'm not in high-class limousines going to big shows with front-row seats, when I'm on the daily grind and still being as amazing as only I can be, I can't be seen driving a hunk of junk, and that's why I go to k Auto up on the Miller Trunk Highway there in Hermantown. And just like these guys on Tom and Jim's Top 5, I'll give you five reasons to see my guy Mike up at k Auto. Number one, he sells new. Number two, they sell used. Number three, they'll get you financing. And number four, they'll take that jalopy in on trade. And number five, and this is the most important, KNE Auto is where I get my sweet rides. So if you know what's good for you, you'll go check out the KNE Auto Facebook page. Leave a hashtag, you're welcome, for KNE having such a great selection. And then you'll do what I do and call up my guy. That's right, Big Mike at 218-390-8234. He'll set you up to get your sweet ride. And don't forget to tell him Bob Schulte from the Skullbuster WrestleCast sent you. Keep the change, you filthy animal. Where's the beef? Hey, how you doing? Hold on to your butt. Feels like an RV snack. Mine. Son of a... That's gonna leave a mark. Chili, baby, back with... Well, what if there is no tomorrow? There wasn't one today. This is Tom and Jim's Top 5. Naming their top five lists on everything pop culture. Celebrating the 90s, sports, movies, music, and more. They're not authorities, just grown children. Here's your hosts, Tom Skull and Jim Doubt. The web version, and I wasn't really signed. I was signed in my account, but I wasn't really signed it. The spider web version. Yes. Is that what that means? Yes. Sure. Why the Gwen Stefani version. Oh, how you doing, bud? I'm fine. How are you? Did you guys make it we, out alive? We we escaped. We escaped the room. Um, it was a hard one though, but we're getting better. We're definitely getting better at those games. But we had an escape a, a secret lab. Somebody was gonna gonna do weird experiments on us, and we had to oh, escape uh. in time. It was kind of cool. I'm a little hungover right now. If you can't tell. <laughs> yeah, these early shows are are rough. Yeah, well, it's you know, I I've I've really have gotten in love with getting uh, drunk off wine. <laughs> oh, it's good, isn't it? Uh you know, and we we were on a kick like that like a few years ago, and I remember it being fantastic. And I don't know why we stopped, and so we started doing these games and just buying a bottle of wine and just polishing it off. Yeah. And um, God damn, it's awesome! It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good, yeah, I totally agree. I've gotten a lot more into that. Right, right. So are you ready for this show? 
Partially, yeah. Good. I don't have a lot. It should be pretty it's easy. A, yeah, it should be good. Um, well, I'll have more when I pull up my notes. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm drinking some tea, some green tea. Oh, I'm drinking some coffee from uh, Rwanda. Rwanda? Yeah. My sister-in-law lives in Rwanda. Yes, yes. You've told me that. that uh, is she is she loving it? Uh, yeah, she likes it there. She actually, um, she's an architect. Okay. And her friend is an architect. They both work over there. Yeah. And uh, they work for this um, architect firm that does a lot of, uh, uh, I guess, charitable things, I guess you would say. She's over there helping, like, build, like, I don't know, schools and stuff, like important work. And uh, right. and I don't know if you saw this, but Ellen DeGeneres just gave Portia de Rossi this huge gift and um, is doing something with the gorillas in Africa. Uh-huh. And she's like building this whole new sanctuary for gorillas. Wow. And my sister-in-law is on the team rebuilding it. That's cool. Yeah. She's pretty excited about it. It's pretty awesome. Good, good. Um I just realized I didn't put some of my notes on, but I don't care. We'll just talk about it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. It does. Nobody. People don't care. If they haven't figured out now that we're literally just stealing off the internet. I, know. I mean, <laughs> come on. I mean, really all we're doing is giving you information that you could do with one click. Right. You we're know just what? compiling it. And, but people love it, and that's great, and we love them for that. Is, that. that is fantastic. So, um... So let's uh, let's start the show. Let's do the show. All right. Hello, everyone. This is Tom and Jim's top five. And Jim's already <laughs> laughing at me. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. How are you doing? I am hungover. Um, but uh, other than that, I'm good. I'm good. We are doing. We're recording this in a in the wee hours of the morning again. Well, it's not the wee hours. It's actually normal time for normal people that don't have a problem. Uh, but it's early for me. It's early for me. How about you? Yeah, it's it's pushing ten a.m. here, but uh, still early. Yeah. You're the first person I've talked to, so congratulations. Yeah, that's great. And you actually have you you live with two other people in your home. And mm-hmm. you say, I just still avoid. The... <laughs> yes, <laughs> thank. I guess thanks. <laughs> thanks. Uh, I am uh, Tom Skull. I'm hungover. I'm drinking my green tea. Um, and that other person on the other line, that is Jim uh, Whiskey Doubt. Can we go with that one? No, that's a fail. That's a fail. Okay, Jim. Yeah. Oh, I got one. Someone wrote in one. Someone wrote in one. Jim Tallahassee Doubt. Which yes. I like yep. That. I like that one. <laughs> that came from listener Joe, by the way. That, that dates back to my pool shark days. Yes. yes. And I'm Minnesota Fats. Yep. Yep. It's not just a clever name. Uh, so anyway, yes, that's you. That's me. We're going to do a show. We're going to do a show. Last I like people writing in for my middle name. This is great. <laughs> I like this. They're trying to guess the middle name. They're trying to guess the middle name. You said it was in the early part of the alphabet, so he was he was off. But, I, but Tallahassee uh, is still a good one. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Tom, this is... Super Bowl Sunday is the day we're recording this. Yes. Well before the game. Right. So we don't know who wins. By the time people listen to this, they'll know who wins. So don't tell us. Don't, we don't know who wins. Don't know. 
Don't know. No idea at this point. Who are you rooting for, Tom? Because you're in a tough spot, man. I'm in a tough spot. I gotta tell you, Jim. Uh, yeah. Go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm just. I, I'm just. I'm. For people who don't pay attention or don't care, the Eagles beat your team, the Vikings. Yes. And the Eagles are fans are notably obnoxious. <laughs> they are playing on your home turf now. Yes. So that's a little bit of salt in the wound. Yeah. But at the same time, everyone hates the Patriots. So what are you going to do? Yeah, this is a tough one because you said, you said it right there. I mean, the, the Eagles are the only team in the world. The Eagles fans, I should say. And basically, people's hatred for teams comes from the fans of that yes. team. It never comes yep. from the people playing the game. Yep. It shouldn't, anyway. And um, But they're the only fan base in the world that makes you want the Patriots to win. <laughs> and so, but you're also like, what do we really do? I really care about the Patriots winning? Because let's let's be honest, people of New England, the fans, they're obnoxious too. And so, I don't know. I guess I'm gonna root for the Patriots just because. Wow. Yeah, just because wow. it's gonna bother you and your wife, uh, mainly yeah. your wife. You don't care. Well, you know, it bothers you because you want a happy home. Exactly. I actually don't care, Jim. I really don't care who wins. The Vikings lost. They had a great year. They got almost there, and they lost. Um, the Eagles fans are, are assholes. There's already reports of last night of them dumping beer on someone with an Eagles or a, a Patriots jersey in downtown <laughs> Minneapolis. It's you know, so right. It's like it doesn't matter. Because then you think, oh, it's the Super Bowl. Only the people who can afford a $5,000 ticket are going to be here. Not the, not the no. jerks. No, they're all no. jerks. No, because if, if, if the Bears were in the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. I would want to go to the host city. The host – the fan fest – and the yep. host city events are a blast. You go do that for yep. a week. Don't even go to the game. Oh and yeah, I've had a lot of friends, uh, some family members. My brother, they, him, and his wife went down to the the fan fest. You know, they they live in, you know in the suburb of Minneapolis, so it's a lot easier for them to get to that stuff. They said it's a lot of fun. Yeah, the fan it's, fest. It's fantastic. Jimmy Fallon <laughs> is in town, um, along with Justin Timberlake and all them. But Jimmy yep. Fallon on his show last week, a couple days ago, said. You know, we'll have to go try some great restaurants or whatever in Minneapolis. Then he, but then he's like, you know what? I don't want to do that. I, I really like a home-cooked meal. So he put it out there. He said, send me your recipes <laughs> and why I should come to your house, and I'll come to your house and have a home-cooked meal, a Minnesota home-cooked <laughs> So he did that, and it was a family from uh, from Champlin, which is a suburb of Minneapolis. And he posted it. I, I watched his Facebook Live of it, but he posted it and stuff. And they made them, uh, uh, they made them uh, some goulash, and they made them, of course, a tater tot casserole or tater tot hot dish. We call it hot dish here. So he's like, "This is my first hot dish," and it's basically casserole to the rest of the country, but we call it hot dish. And uh, and uh, it was funny. He was hanging out in their living room, hanging out with their, their kids and stuff. And uh, awesome. so yeah, and he's doing this show live from the Super Bowl or um, right after the Super Bowl, um, which would be tonight as we're recording this, but. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool to see all these people in uh, in Minnesota. And they they kind of treat it. It's funny. My my brother and I were talking about this. They kind of treat it like we're a different country. But you got to think about it. If if the Super Bowl's usually in California, uh, Phoenix it was in there a few times. You were there once for it. Florida, oh, yeah. New, the New York area, like everywhere else to b- those places is another country. Like if it was like in Missouri, 
or Kansas City, they would they would do the same thing. They'd be like, "What do people do here?" And it's so different because it's just flyover country to these people, you know. So we are another country to them, which is kind of cool, I guess. If it would be cool if it was ever in Chicago, because it Chicago is a huge city, and um, they would so much so much to offer. But of course, it's a cold weather city, and they don't have an indoor stadium, you know. Right. But, right. But they did it in New York that one time, so they could pull it off. But you know, I saw uh, Timberlake's Instagram page. He posted. Um, he was in a Target, and oh yeah, <laughs> did you see this? Yes. He posted the address of the Target in St. Paul, and said, "I just bought my new album, which came out on Friday. I bought my new album on vinyl here. I'm signing five autographed copies of it. I'm leaving them with the manager. The code word is Aardvark. First come, first serve." I saw that too. Isn't that awesome? That's fantastic. Oh, I love me some Timberlake. My, so speaking of like watching the game, and you're wondering if what. Um, who who I, wins? I really don't. I don't care if whoever wins wins. It's okay. Um, but uh, it's Timberlake doing the halftime show. I'm very excited for, and my wife is very excited for. So we're excited. We are ready to watch that. So here's hope. Here's hoping Joey Fatone comes out. That's, that's fingers crossed. Uh, um. Yeah. All right, man. Well, let's let's carry on with uh, these let's, shenanigans. Let's do yeah. the shenanigans. We're going to talk about uh, the Winter Olympics. We're done with football. Yes. We're ta- we're on to the the Olympics now. So the Winter Olympics, Jim. We're going to do our top five Winter Olympic events. Are you yes. excited about this? Yes, I am. And I noted, like, I knew that there weren't a ton of Winter Olympic games. I couldn't think of that many Winter Olympic games. Yeah. There was only fifteen. Right. And we're doing our top five. Yes. So. It's not that wide of, of a margin there. In Summer Olympic Games, there's 41. Right. Isn't that crazy? That is very weird. Yeah. There are variations of some of the games. Like, there's certain, there's like five different parts of yes. that particular game. And so I did break down a little bit on a couple of mine. But, yeah, but even if you do that, there's still not that many winter events. No, no. So. And uh, although there's only 15 Winter Olympic Games... Right. There's not going to be as many athletes competing, yet they're still shipping in 110,000 condoms. <laughs> Do the ratio on that. It's a lot of condoms. Just saying. Hey, safe sex. That's good. Um, yeah, let's get into it. We do have some comments and stuff, but I'm going to save them to the end of the show, if that's okay with you. Um, sure. Oh, one I do want to shout out, because our we have a listener, Katie, who listens all the time. And her and her husband just had a baby two days oh, ago. Oh, congratulations! Little baby, uh, little baby girl named Riley, and she uh, oh, she wanted great. us to give her a shout out. So congratulations to you guys, and uh, we hope uh, we hope your baby is uh, nicer to you than Jim's baby is nice <laughs> to him. So <laughs> that's fair. That's great. Congratulations! Congratulations! Yes. All right, the rest of the comments we'll get to the end of the show. But let's get into it, Jim. Top five Winter Olympics sports. Which uh, do you want to start? Yeah, sure. Okay, go for it. What's your number five? Number five is short track speed skating. This is my number five. <laughs> oh my god, it's gonna be a short show. <laughs> it's gonna be like thirty minutes. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, there's there's a few events in it. There's a thousand meter, fifteen hundred meter, five thousand meter relay, and the five hundred meter. And it was introduced in 1992, and I'd say most notably in the U.S., uh, the biggest name is probably Apollo Ono. Yeah. <clears throat> um, it's just fun. It's it's fun to watch. You're in a very very tight circle, going very very quickly, and I never understand how someone 
can actually pass someone in this event. It's it's they're so close together and going so fast. Right. Um, I remember it was either four or eight years ago when like the big controversy was like the Under Armour outfits they were wearing and whether or not they were aerodynamic enough. Right. It's like it's crazy. The science behind all of this is insane. Yeah, it's uh, it's awesome. I love I love this. Uh this event it's just so cool to see some it, it is a small because there is the long track speed skating and it, it's basically that's like going around a whole hockey rink um but the short track is so cool um and uh it, they go so fast i don't understand how the fat they go so fast and that a lot of my picks you're gonna see like why i love the olympics is like i love to see something so simple as who can go faster who can who can go f- the farthest? Jump the farthest? Do that. That's, I like that. It's cool. I don't really care for most of the sports that have a judge because it's like it doesn't make sense to me. But I just love this. Like, okay, we're gonna put these crazy, you know, skates on the bottom of your feet, and we're gonna see if we can go fastest. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> when you think about it, the Olympic Games are actually very very ridiculous. It's basically oh, yeah. that mentality. Like, hey, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna put ice on this and then put you on a sled and then just see who goes faster. Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah. It's but it's the it's the simplest competition that w- that started with with man. Like, I, okay, there's two people. I, who can who can go fastest? Like, oh, we're gonna build a car. Okay, we will build another car to see which one goes fastest. We're gonna build a motorcycle. It's just the same. Just right away, it's the first thing. It's like, well, who can do this first? You know, it's. I love it. I love it. A couple other things on um, on that is, uh, of course, we talked about Apollo Ono, who went on to Dancing with the Stars fame. That's where most people probably know him from, sadly. Um, uh, but the Canadians, the U.S., China, and South South Korea, those are the four countries that usually dominate the whole uh, speed track, especially this uh, short track of speed skating. Um, because the, out of those four countries, 104 of the 120 medals awarded since 1992 have gone to those four countries. Hmm. So it's pretty crazy. Um, 37 of the medals, including uh, 19 golds, have gone uh, to South Korea alone. So they're they're pretty good at this sport, and now that's in their host country. So I I, I demand I, I I would predict this year that South Korea is going to clean up. I mean, if I, I I know nothing about the the competitors, yeah. but it's in their home country, you think they're gonna win, you know? Stands the reason. Stands the reason. So I'm excited for this. Yeah, it is fun to watch. It's just cool to see them fly around the track and and uh, see who's gonna be the winner. All right, anything else on that? Nope. Do you have a, a, a speed skating track suit that you like to wear? Yeah, it doubles up. I use it for a couple different things. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, scuba diving, I wear it for that too. Mm-hmm. Naturally. Um, you know, depending on the weather, maybe just to get the mail. Yes. That's mm-hmm. funny because I wear mine while delivering the mail. So. Oh, right. Yes. Get you bigger tips. Yes. Did you say tips? What just, do you think I said? Just clarify. Just clarify. Just one. What check. do you think I said? This is a family show. No, it's not. Let's be honest. This is not a family show. All right, let's, let's move on. And you know what I said, and everyone out there knows what I was thinking too. All right, let's move on. Number four, Jim. We my number five was the same. So what's your number four? <coughs> Please be the same. I'm gonna go with the luge. Ooh, good one. Not that not the same as mine, but good one. Um. 
my my family just woke up. My family just came down. Oh, the doubts. Into my recording studio, also known as my dining room. The Tallahassee doubts. How you guys doing? <laughs> they, they can't hear me, can they? No, they can't hear you. Right. My wife actually chooses to block you out, even if you were on speakerphone. Just since the, since the day I met her. <laughs> Sarah says, "Go Eagles!" By the way. Yeah, well, good. Enjoy enjoy the commercials, Sarah. <laughs> Go Timberlake. That's what I'm going with. <laughs> um, so Luge is my number four, mm-hmm. which which uh, debuted in the 1964 Olympic Games. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't even say it. Short track speed skating was the 1992 Olympic Games. Re- yes, did we did say that. that. Yeah, I you, did. Said. you did. It's early, Jim. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's so long ago. You li- If you want, go look on Wikipedia yourself, people. Give us a break. <laughs> <laughs> so the luge is uh, pretty simple. I mean, aren't uh, the luge, the bobsled, and the skeleton are all done on like the same course, right? I'm pretty sure the, the skeleton and luge are... Bobsled, I think, I read, did read sometimes they um, build a separate track, but a lot of times it's the same, yeah. So... The main difference here is that the luge is basically you're going down this icy sled, icy hill on one of those little carts, kind of like you had in gym class, like those little scooter things. Right. And you're just flying down these. And the luge, you go feet first, and the skeleton, you go face first, which just seems a horrible idea. Yeah, that's nuts. You know what we're going to do? We're just going to turn you around and then just call it a different event. That way you could see death coming head on. Just in case you weren't going to die fast enough, right. we're going to put your brain as the first thing that goes. <laughs> yep, we're going to call it skeleton. Because that's, 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 that's what they're going to see after you crash. <laughs> oh my god, I'm sorry. And I'm sure there's people out there who have died from this sport. We're sorry, but oh, damn god. it, who cares? This is funny as shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they do doubles and singles of the luge, and... I mean, I don't even know what speeds these get up to. I, I, I have no idea. Just, I looked. I couldn't figure it out, but it's a lot. <laughs> it's high. <laughs> I love watching it, though. Um, you may have it on your list, but I, I like it better than I like bobsledding. Okay. Um, even though I remember when I was in grade school, there were two brothers who um, had gone to my high school uh, years and years before me. They were a lot older. And so I was in grade school and they came back and they were Olympic bobsledders and they made the U.S. team at whatever nice. year this was maybe like 94, maybe. It was probably 94, I bet. 94 or 98. Nice. And they came back and like had a had an all-school like assembly in the gym and they talked to us about bobsledding and being in the Olympics and stuff. It was pretty cool. Um, but I, I'll watch bobsled. I like it, but I like the luge better. I, I just think it's, it's uh, more fun to watch for me. Nice. Good. What else you got on there? Anything? Nope. Nice. Um, well, just, just to branch off on yours, my number four is bobsled. Nice. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I I like bobsled a little bit better, um, and it's probably it's probably honestly just because when I was a kid, the 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 actual bobsled looked really cool, like a little missile flying down there. The four guys or two guys jump in it, and it just I I think it looks cool, but. Bobsled does is based. It, does it also have a lot to do with cool runnings? Hold on, I'm getting there. <laughs> it actually, uh, no, I I like bobsled because I was watch. I, was, I remember like back in '88 watching the Olympics and thinking that is cool. And so it blew my mind when like five years later, the movie Cool Runnings came out about bobsled. I'm like no way, you know. But um, 
Anyway, yo, bobsleds, I like bobsleds. It's very similar to luge, like you said. It's basically going down an ice chute, and you let gravity uh, t- take its course. And uh, um, But it's in a bo- bobsled, is, uh, it's, in a, it's in a sled. And basically what they did is took a couple luge uh, toboggans, or whatever you call them that they go down the hill in, and, and put a little cart around them, put them together, and then you get four people in there. That's pretty much what it is. And... Um, and uh you can there's two or four person teams and uh they go down the ice track like i said sometimes the ice track is separate than the luge and skeleton track but a lot of times it is the same one and it first appeared in the first olymp in the first winter olympics which is in 1924 in france and uh it's been in every olympics with the exception of the 1961 60 olympics in squaw valley in the u.s uh, mm-hmm. Because they decided they didn't want to spend the money to build a track, so that's the only reason Bobsled was not in that one. So I'm not sure what the economic crisis video, was. You like, God damn it! Right. Chose poorly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What if you're you training? Are you kidding? <laughs> ah, damn it! Uh, the the four man has been in uh, at every game um, it, since then, except of course we 19 not the 1960, but in 1928 there was a five man competition for one year. That's kind of interesting. Um, the two man has been in there since 1932 and the the two women event did not uh, appear to the 2002 olympics which i thought was interesting that was uh the one in salt lake city utah i believe mm. um they uh the first <laughs> this is kind of funny the first sleds were built in saint moritz uh, uh switzerland and that's where you find a lot a lot of these winter olympics were invented or formed in switzerland uh, which makes sense you know uh, they have a lot of snow there um, but they basically took uh, they took two luge sleds and uh, they just put two they tied two together and um, they they it was for the rich people and they said well, it would be fun to go down a, a hill like sledding it basically is what it is and and that's where that formed um, they kept, competition naturally followed and to protect the working class and rich visitors in the streets because they would race down the streets <laughs> uh, they they outlawed it from the actual streets the city had to outlaw it and then so that's when they started building their own tracks and then it quickly became uh, an Olympic sport but also but um, uh, the name of the the bobsled is kind of a weird name but it came from um, the fact that they would peep the guys or women in the sled would bob their heads back and forth, and that's where bobsled came from. Kind of, kind of interesting. Um, that they can obtain speeds up to about 150 kilometers per hour, which, but which is about 93 miles per hour to us Americans in that one other country. Um, and uh, the, the world record, though, is 201 kilometers per hour, which is 125 miles per hour. Um, that was it didn't say where that was set but that is um, really fast to go sledding when I was a kid like <clears throat> we go sledding all the time here in Minnesota we one Duluth is on a hill in July and, yeah <laughs> it, yeah we have a lot of snow for a long time and uh, so it was really fun and so I was like to, to see it when back in 1988 when I was first watching that first Olympics I was like six seven years old I was like man you mean there's a sport where I can for for my job can be I can slide i can sled down a hill like uh, it was so like i could go pro at being a bobsled i didn't realize it was just so cool to me and then of course cool runnings came out man i love cool runnings <laughs> and for those of you who don't know cool runnings is about the jamaican bobsled team in 1988 yeah. jamaica who i don't know if you know jim it doesn't snow much in jamaica right not much 
Um, but they, that's they had a bobsled team, and um, the movie is very loosely based on what really happened <laughs> to the Jamaican bobsled team. There was also two other teams from the um, the that area, the islands, mm-hmm. um, and the Car- the Caribbean. Um, but a couple in the two man and one luge, I think. But um, but it is it. It's basically a story about how they um, and they did crash. You know, for the, for my from rooting cool runnings for anyone, it, it ends with them crashing. That that did happen at the Olympics and stuff. But uh, it's cool. It's cool. And I believe there's an African team this year going to compete in the bobsled. Yeah. And so well, they, and that's uh, the first time. Yeah. The women's team, right? I think it's women. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was funny about that is they're all American. <laughs> Oh really? I didn't. I see. I didn't look too much into. It. I just saw that this African country. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's three women, and uh, they're American, and they're competing for Africa. One of them is it Nigeria? I feel I, like it's Nigeria. Sure. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't remember. Yeah. Um, so it's two women that from they're from America that are competing for the Nigerian. Yeah, they were. I'm pretty sure they were all born in the U.S. God, that's a loophole they have found, though. You see that in other the other Olympic sports. Like, it's American, but he's he's playing for the Italian team because yeah, you know his great grandfather is from there or something. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, interesting, interesting. But uh, all right, well I I uh, well I'm I'm gonna cheer for the Jamaican team again this year if they have one. Good. That's what I'm gonna cheer for. But yeah, I love bobsled. I think it's fun. It's just a cool cool uh, cool sport, and those guys look cool. They got those. Look like just like they're dressed like they're gonna ride a Harley, or like a crotch rocket motorcycle, but they're they're sledding down a hill, and that's just awesome. So, all right, man, that's uh, that's my number four. What's your number three? That was a that was a ton of information on Bob's. There's a lot. There is a lot. I'm just so surprised how much information was on Bob's. I didn't even mention some of it, which because uh, uh, for for lack of you falling asleep, but um, yeah. Anyway, okay, let's go. Let's move on. Let's move on. <clears throat> okay, my number three is alpine skiing. Ooh, now the whole thing, or you got a specific one? Uh, no, just the whole thing. Okay, all right. (laughs) There's a lot of different segments. There's there's downhill, there's giant slalom, there's slalom, there's uh, super G. Yeah. Um, I like the slalom. If I'm going to break it down, I'm going to say slalom. Okay, good. Does that make you feel better? A little bit. A little bit about my list, yes. Uh, most notably in the U.S. is probably Lindsey Vaughn. Yeah. He's one of the bigger names. Uh, it's been there since 1936. Uh, for those who don't know what skiing is, I'm you not going to break down alpine skiing. It's so hard to get the boat up the hill. That's the hard part of skiing. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of... When you think of the Winter Olympics, I mean, skiing is probably... The most recognized sport of Winter Olympics, I would imagine. Right. Um, yeah, it's just always—it's just crazy to me, the, especially the slalom. Yeah. To watch them weave in and out of those those uh, red flags is just—it's incredible. Yeah. And um, I remember watching this when I was a kid. It was at um, Dan Jansen. Yes, I remember. He was one of the big names when we were kids. I remember watching him, and uh, I just always liked the Olympic skiing. You know. Yeah. That's good. I, I love skiing. I love skiing. I love, I love it so much, I might have it come up here on my list. Oh, um, my. Yeah. I imagine it's going to be one of the subdivisions of alpine skiing. It will, and it, it will not be slalom. <laughs> so that's well, good that great. you picked slalom. That's, that's, thanks for making me narrow that down. No, I didn't uh, mean to. I just, 
I grew up skiing, Jim. I mean, I know all the different okay. ones. Uh, yeah. I That's pretty much all I have because I'm not going to go into the history of skiing or no. break down what skiing is. So that's pretty much it. That's right. all I have. Yes. If you haven't tried skiing, I recommend it to anybody. Um, have a ha- Go listen to our, um, our liquor episode from last week. Have some of those, then try it. <laughs> because you're not going to like it the first few times because you're going to fall mm-hmm. a lot. You look yeah. like... You look like uh, Bambi on ice, oh. trying to stand up. That's <laughs> pretty accurate, actually. That's <laughs> pretty, pretty accurate statement. Uh, good stuff, Jim. Love me some skiing. I uh, I uh, tried to join the Alpine team in uh, high school. Really? I actually did join it because um, there wasn't really any like tryouts. <laughs> you just you want to be on the team, sure. And, uh, and it really wasn't my school, and it really wasn't my team. <laughs> and it was last year. I wasn't in high school. Uh, no. <laughs> um, no, it was – I liked it. I just didn't – I because I grew up skiing. I loved it so much, um, and I, I've been skiing since I was four. I mean, I love it. And um, I didn't want to I, – although I do love watching the skiing competitions at the Olympics and the World, World Championships and stuff, I just didn't want to do that. I want to just watch it. And I like skiing so much, like just free skiing. And um, and not being in a competition, so I didn't. Uh, I decided not to do it. Uh, I kind of regret it. I wish I would have done that a little bit, but who knows? I could have been in the Olympics, Jim. Yes. Um. <clears throat> all right. All right. Well, my number four is a skiing event, but it's not alpine skiing. <laughs> it's actually the ski jumping. Oh, I do like ski jumping. I love ski jumping. This goes to my to my like who can jump the farthest. Like I love to see that kind of competition although the, uh, the scoring of this because there's scoring of it this does have judges and it's based on different aspects so it goes against a little bit of like who can go the fastest and farthest i like that kind of thing because this one you do get judged a little bit which i thought was kind of weird but i still love seeing it the ski jumping is so cool to see like h- how they <laughs> they fly down that thing and they just they turn themselves I don't know how they do it. They get their ski tips all the way up to their their chin, and they just they're flying through the air like hang gliding. Really, it seems like that's what they're doing. But anyway, it was um, it, it was at it was introduced, of course, at the first Olympics, like most of these, at 1924, and uh, it uh, it was first contested in Norway in the late 19th century. Though that's where that's when it first was started, and um, which is kind of crazy. Um, that's a long time ago. Um, the and uh, the the actual thing uh, where you're judged, it's consisted on um, your run in, your in run, which is the way you get down the ramp, uh, your takeoff, and your landing, and of course, in and the distance. Those are the four things you're judged on, and um, and it's just cool. I don't really care about the judging. I don't care about the scoring. I just want to see them go and see how far they get. That's my that's the coolest thing I like about it. Um, they, like I said, it's been at every Olympic, uh, since 1924, um, it can be performed in the summer, did you know that, Jim? I did not. Ski jumping can be, can be performed in the summer, um, where the tracks are made of porcelain, because there's no snow, and, um, on the grass where they land, they cover it with plastic, combined with water, and so that, so they get to practice, a lot of them do that in the summer so they can practice all year round, uh, for the Olympics. And uh, they now do a summer competition, actually, that was started in 1994. So I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, they don't do that in the Summer Olympics, though. Um, yeah, I just love it. I think it's great. It's just so much fun. In Duluth here, um, 
we actually have, uh, I don't know if they use it anymore, but there's a place uh, called Chester Bowl, and they have, uh, they had two ski jumps, and um, uh, I never did one, I never did, I watched skiing jumping from there before, um, but I, I, uh, I don't know if they actually use them anymore, but it's pretty sweet to see it live. Um, it's scary as hell, like, to think, like, to, it's so high up, and then when you jump like that, like, I don't know how they don't just get the wind caught their, their ski, and then they fall on their face, I don't know, I don't know how they do it, but they're really good, it's fun to watch, um, and, uh, if they do crash, man, those are some tough crashes to watch, though, it's pretty gross, but, yeah, uh, yeah. That's fine. It's not a whole lot on ski jumping. It's basically skiing and jumping. There's really not a lot <laughs> to tell you <laughs> besides I'm that really they named. Yeah, what's that? Cleverly named. Cleverly named. Yeah, ski jumping. Oh, okay. We'll do that. Um, but yeah, there you go. That's my number uh what number was I? 3. That's my number 3. three. Sorry. Yeah. All right. What do you um, what do you got? Dude? What's your number, my number 2? My number 2 mm-hmm. is the biathlon. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't mean I'm not laughing at you. I just I find this sport interesting and silly. But go ahead. I love the biathlon. <laughs> okay. So screw you. Okay. It's 1960. <laughs> it's premiered in 1960. That's why I love the biathlon because it's the only practical game in the Winter Olympics. Okay. It's the only one that stems from like actual necessity and doing something. Right. That's true. So it back to uh, snow dwellers hunting for food, and it, the scenes of this are depicted on rock carvings in Norway. So this dates wow. back. That, and that's cool. For people who don't know the biathlon, it's not heavily televised because it is long. If you're going to watch it on TV, it's going to be on like the subsidiaries like NBC Sports 4. Or the Ocho. <laughs> the, the, the Ocho. Yeah. So it's... Um, it's cross-country skiing combined with rifle shooting. And the main event is 20 kilometers for men and 15 kilometers for women of cross-country skiing. And then you pause at four different times to shoot a rifle um, five you get five shots four different times in, in the order of prone, standing, prone, and standing, totally 20 targets. What I think is incredible about this is how people can cross-country ski for 20 kilometers and in different sections stop and shoot a rifle long range and be able to steady your heart rate so well that you can actually hit those targets it's that to me that's so impressive and for for every target missed you get a penalty time usually one minute is tacked onto your time Oof, that's rough um there's different events there's a sprint which is 10 kilometers for men and seven and a half for women there's a pursuit which is um it's uh, separated by time difference from the previous race. And then there's a mass start, which everybody starts at the same time and everybody just rushes. And there's also a relay. But I like the main event, the 20 kilometer for men race, because I think it's just so impressive. Like I, I can't even cross country ski like a kilometer so that they can do it 20 kilometers and have the control to slow their heart rate and steady themselves to still shoot long range rifles is really impressive to me. Yeah, <clears throat> no, it's cool. I mean, you you kind of said it, and a lot of people don't know. Cross country skiing is not easy. No. Um, some people think, oh, it's just like a you know, you're just walking through the woods, and, but instead of walking, you're skiing. No, it's not easy. It's not, I can't do it. Like I downhill ski, I can't cross country ski. It's weird to me. It's like it's because it's a totally different skiing, for one, and 
Um, so, yeah, no, it's impressive. You go 20 kilometers, um, ski, you're tired. And then they have to shoot yeah. something, you know. So it's like it's it's it is impressive. It's a little it's you know it's it it's to me it's a funny it's a weird sport. The two things combined, it's like Norwegian drive by. I don't understand it totally. I I do I do like I do like the history you just told me about it, and it sounds like there's probably a lot of history about it. Um, that the fact that it's on cave drawings, I mean that's amazing. I think it's cool, and the fact that it comes from they had to hunt for food. That's interesting. Yeah. So it makes more sense to me when you know that stuff. But because it is weird when you're like, oh, we're going to ski and then we're going to stop and shoot something. When you say that to somebody, you're like, why? <laughs> you know, why are you doing that? It just sounds so weird, you know. But it's also the same logic as, hey, I'm going to lay on this sled mm-hmm. and then go 250 miles an hour face first. But when you're done, you're not going to get up and like – you know, like shoot some baskets. You know, I mean, it's just not combining two things. Maybe, Maybe they, they should. should. Maybe the skeleton would be better if they played basketball at the end, five on five. Right. If you survive, the... their first, it's open court. You got to get down there to defend. Uh, whose shirts? Whose skins? Ooh. Hmm. Can you be skins? Because that would be great for me. Um. Anyway, no, it's cool, Jim. I like. I like. I, I like. I think it's interesting. It's it's a little goofy to me, but it's because I don't know it, and I fear the unknown. And um, yeah, so good job, Jim. Good biathlon, great. What kind of, did they say? What kind of like rifle they use? Is there anything like that? They're not Nerf. using AK forty sevens out there. No, it's it's a Nerf gun. It's a Nerf. <laughs> Even better. Now I love it. Now I love this sport. Yeah. If it's a Nerf gun, <laughs> so <laughs> good stuff, man. All right. Anything else on that? No, let's go on. <laughs> let's just go on. All right, my uh, my number my number two is one of those alpine skiing events you mentioned, Jim. And mine is the Super Giant Slalom, or more commonly known as the Super G event. Yeah, yeah. Love the Super G. Um, it's, it's also the, your nickname. It's 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 your nickname or mine? Yours. <laughs> Super G. Um, Super G. There's my nickname. That's there's my middle name. Um, <laughs> It, yeah, it was. Uh, it's the newest of the the events. Cause alpine skiing, like you mentioned, has been around forever. Um, but this one de- didn't debut until 1983 in the World, the World Cup events, and then um, and then the 1988 Olympics is the first time it was in a Winter Olympics. Um, it's regarded as the as one of the speed events, in contrast to the giant slalom or slalom, because um, you go you're going a lot faster. You do go through the gates, like you mentioned in slalom. Um, but they're more widely spread out, and you um, and so and you do turn, but you turn less. You turn at uh, not as sharp turns as you do in Solemn. Um And it's uh, it's it's awesome because I love I like this one more than the other ones because of the speed they're going. I just think it's so cool to see them going this fast down down uh, down a mountain. Um, and uh, it's it's timed it's timed the way you win is the best best time wins you know best time down the hill wins which is cool I like that simplicity of it um, and uh, one of the most famous super G competitors is Herman Meyer of Austria um, you probably don't know the name but you probably have seen him in almost every Olympics uh, our generation has been alive for he's been he's doing all the super G events um, he won the Olympic gold in 1988 and uh, he has won. Uh, he's won up to 24 World Cup victories and five World Cup titles. Uh, the guy is just—he's uh, the Super G man, um, and he's—he—he's uh, he, he's, uh, great. He actually had a bad accident three days after winning that gold medal, and he actually um, was a motorcycle accident, I believe. Um, oh no, he actually—it was. Um, 
it was actually a skiing accident. I didn't even realize it. And he almost lost his leg, um, but he came back and and uh, competed still. And he still went on to the 2002 Olympics. And I don't believe I think after 2002 he he stopped competing. But um, and one of the main uh, women that you know and you mentioned is Lindsey Vaughn. She's uh, she's she she does a lot of the events in skiing, but uh, 27 of her World Cup victories or 27 World Cup victories in the Super G. And including she won, uh, I believe, the bronze, I want to say, 2006. I might be wrong on that one because um, I didn't write it down. Um, yeah, she's pretty cool. And Bodie Miller is another one that people know from the, on the American side. Uh, he was he was one of those guys, they, they talked about how great he's going to be, and he never won anything. I feel like he was uh, he didn't have a good Olympic run, but it's the name that everyone knew. He was like on all the Wheaties boxes and stuff. But he yeah. he, he did win a bronze in in uh, I believe the, in the 2000 uh, the one in Vancouver 2010. Um, Lindsey Vaughn, really side note, she's actually from Minnesota here. Um, St. Paul, right? St. Paul, yeah. So she grew up skiing here. I mean, she grew up here, but I think she was still good at skiing. Her family got made sure she went to the nice places to ski, <laughs> like take brought her out to the mountains and stuff to train and everything. But um, so that's pretty cool. Um, they the skiers can go up in excess of 80 miles an hour um, down the hill, which is insane to think about. That you're just going 80 miles an hour on two, you know, toothpicks going down a mountain. Um, the world record for speed it was by Herman Meyer, like I mentioned, 90 miles an hour that he did his run was his top speed. Um, it's just so it's just so cool to see them flying down the hill. Uh, I love this event. Um, very cool. Um, not much else I can say about it, you know. It's just it's fun. Like you mentioned, skiing is like you don't know skiing, and you don't skiing's like the most relatable I think to the the Winter Olympics. Like you just think, oh, they're gonna ski, you know. That's the yeah, because so. it's, it's one of the things that uh, everyone can do. Like not every, like you and I can't just go bobsledding, but you can <laughs> right, <laughs> right. I, we should build a bobsled. Mm-hmm. So what's your honorable mentions? My honorable mentions, I got, um, I mentioned, you, you mentioned the other two skiing events. I like those, the Giant Slalom and Slalom. I do like those two. Um, keeping on the skiing, uh, ski, the skiing aspect, I like the, the aerials when they, they go and they do all the tricks in the air. I think that's kind of cool. Uh, the moguls, skiing moguls. Now, I, at our ski hill where I grew up, we had moguls. And that's where you're just bouncing back and forth between mounds of snow, if you don't know. Um, it's hell on your knees, unless you know what you're doing. <laughs> but it's cool to see them flying down the, the hill on that. Uh, and then the luge and the skeleton, which you mentioned. And the other one I wanted to mention is curling. I don't think... Are you going to have curling on your list? No, hopefully not. No. Okay. Cur- and it's, I don't like curling. It's weird. It's shuffleboard on ice. It's, it's, it's just kind of weird to me. But um, it's not easy. It's you know People really do work hard at it. And why I mention it, and, and you, you talked to me about this the other day... Um, the the last three Olympics and the last like ten years of World Championships or whatever, um, the two of the guys on the curling team are from my hometown, Duluth, Minnesota. So which is pretty cool, and we have a huge curling club here, um, and it's a big sport here in, in Minnesota, and uh, so it's kind of cool. And there, I uh, uh, what's, his, uh, what's his name? Schuster's his last name. Anyway, he'll be competing at this year's Olympics. So good luck to them yeah. and uh, stuff. Yeah. What about you? What are you? What are someone? Some of your honorable mentions. Um, I mean, I'll watch curling. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's curling is like um, it's a good sipping whiskey sport. 
Right. It, right. it, it always seems like it's going to be a better idea than it is, but right. I'll still watch it. Right. Um, ice hockey. You got, I love, you know, Olympic ice hockey. Yeah. And ski jumping and, uh, you know, just the different aspects of alpine skiing that we already talked about. Right. The, and... I don't watch figure skating. I don't, which is weird because to me, figure skating is the winter gymnastics. Right. I just don't like it. I don't, I don't watch it. I'm the same way. Like, and the thing is, you know, the Olympics are televised, so of course, what gets them ratings is always going to be like in prime time. So it's like it's like every night it seems like figure or figure skating is on some some version of it. Yeah. And I just don't care. Like I, it's impressive. Those people are incredibly athletic, and I, I more power to them. I just don't like it. And that's another that's one of the big ones I don't like is it's totally judged, and there has been scandals over the year like oh the. The French screwed the screwed the Canadians. Like what? what, what they, I don't like that. I just like I don't want to see it. I just don't care as much. So yeah, I know people love it, but I'm just not a big figure skating fan. But um, yeah, and and you mentioned hockey. No, hockey didn't make my list. I know we're gonna, I'm gonna get a lot of shit for that because I'm from Minnesota. But I've made it clear that hockey is not my favorite sport. And um, the one thing about the Winter Olympics, I, I pick sports I don't get to see all the time. I can see hockey every second of every day here <laughs> and uh, i still think it's great and olympic hockey is better than nhl hockey um but um i didn't put it on my list but go usa anyway right yes yeah <laughs> all right let's wrap this up all right let's go number one snowboarding nice good specifically the half pipe uh-huh. but i also love big air yes good. um 1998 it premiered in nagano and most notably, here in the States, it's probably Sean White. Yeah, the flying tomato. Uh, he only has two gold medals, you know that? I don't want to discredit the two he has, but I, I thought he was uh, more Olympic decorated. I, that's surprising to me. I didn't realize that as well. Uh, but I love the half-five. I love the X Games. Yeah. So I, I, like, I love skateboarding. I love BMX biking. I love anything on a half-five. Um, so I love, I love snowboarding. Uh, I love watching snowboarding, and I love watching Sean White and the rest of the team. And the, the women's uh, snowboarding team is amazing, too. Mm-hmm. And I love watching all of them on the half-pipe. I think it's, it's incredible. And uh, Big Air, you like Big Air with skiing, don't you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I love... The aerial event, I, yeah. I love watching it on, with snowboarding. I just think it's amazing. I don't ski, but I do snowboard enough to get down the hill. Right. I'm not liking to try at it, but I can... I can snowboard a little bit and, and get down in one piece, and Good. I just I love it. I love uh, I love snowboarding, man. It's awesome. It's it's fun to do. It's fun to watch, and uh, I can't wait to watch Sean White. Yeah, no, yeah, it's, uh, it's snowboarding's cool. I never got into it because I skied from such a young age. I just stayed with it, and so when snowboarding hit, like in the early '90s, was it got huge, and yeah. um, I just never transitioned to it. And I know some people who did, or some people who never skied, but then they picked up snowboarding right away. So, more power to them. Uh, it's it's a fun event, and yeah, Sean White, um, that uh, the Flying Tomato they call him. Yeah, he's the biggest name I think in the world for snowboarding. Yeah, probably in the world. Yeah. yeah. Good, good. Well, my number one is another skiing event. Um, I mentioned the Super G um, and ski jumping, but mine is just the straight downhill skiing. Uh, this is where they literally is the fastest event, the speed events, and um, and they don't make any unnecessary turns. It's just basically get your ass down the hill, <laughs> and I absolutely love it. I think it's so cool to how fast they go. They go faster than they do in the Super G event, 
Um, they have gone, they have uh, reached speeds over 100 miles an hour on skis. That's insane to me. I wish I could ever do that, but I would probably die. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's basically the whole run lasts maybe a minute and a half. <laughs> and, I mean, from, for a mountain, that's pretty, that's pretty short. Um, and that's it. I don't know what else to say about it. If you don't know what it is, <laughs> it's downhill skiing, and they go really fast, and I absolutely love the sport. And there's nothing else to say about it, I don't think. Nice. Yeah. 81 miles an hour is this the average speed, but they have gone. They they basically go about 98, ni- between 90 and 100 miles an hour is what you're going to see at the Olympics, which is pretty sweet. So, good stuff, Jim. Well, this is fun. I want to go skiing now. Yeah, I kind of want to go snowboarding now. All right. Well, when you when you come visit, we'll we'll do those things. Okay. All right. Can, do you have time to do you have time to do our our, our quick shout outs here or no? Quick shout-outs. Okay, yeah. quick shout-outs. Real quick. Um, our buddy Dave wrote in. Uh, he also likes the biathlon. There you go. Nice. Uh, Thank you. Yes. Thank uh, you. Figure skating. Oh, Dave. That's okay. That's okay, Dave. It's cool. Um, he put hockey, but he's from Canada, so I'm surprised that's not his number one. Uh, ski jumping, and his number one is snowboarding, so I bet he's a snowboarder, Jim. I bet he Thank is. you, Dave. Uh, Aiden wrote in. He likes snowboarding, and then he also likes snowshoeing, which I believe is not an Olympic event yet, <laughs> but I love snowshoeing as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then our uh, uh, Joe wrote in. I won't, oh, this is not even about our event or our topic, but he wrote in about Usual Suspects, Jim. He said oh, just sweet. just sitting down to check out the Usual Suspects after hearing you fine gent- gentlemen's get all nostalgic about it. I prepared a Manhattan to drink, and I'm just on the edge of my seat, ready to watch. Uh, so, hope he liked it. I really hope he I liked hope it. So. I was kind of jealous of him to so. see it the first time. Um, so that's pretty sweet. And then um, our buddy, our new listener, Mike, wrote in, too. He wrote in about his, our, he loved our 90s SNL skits episode. He, he said there was one skit about um, Heather Locklear and Mike Myers were on a home shopping channel selling a pasta maker. And Heather Locklear kept making really horrible racist jokes, like about how the Holocaust was a lie. I don't remember this oh. one. And he says, I remember laughing really hard, but hated myself for laughing. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember that. I'm sure they they did it in a very uh, SNL way. <laughs> but that's just yeah. interesting. He also liked the, the one with the Phil Hartman as Bill Clinton going to McDonald's, which is always a good one. Oh, yeah. So, But, yeah, thanks for writing in, guys. I really, We really appreciate it. Um, we also had to say a quick shout to Kane Iato. But, anyway, you can reach out to us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, Spotify, and Tom and Jim's Top 5 at gmail.com. And uh, you can find us on all the places you get your podcasts, including Pod being our great host. And, Jim, next week we are going to talk about our favorite gym games we played in, in elementary school when it Not was gym game. time. Not, not no, my, my not game. the JIM, but the GYM. Mm, oh, the Gaim. The Gaim games. The Gaim games. I'm very excited about this. This is gonna be cool. Um, uh, this comes from a listener Matt gave us this idea, so we're we're excited about it. And uh, I, I gotta tell you, I'm uh, I'm, uh, I'm I'm curious to see what you guys did in the in the farm country there. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, let's get out of here. I know you got uh, kids to feed or a kid to feed and a wife to stop staring daggers at you. And No, I'm just kidding. And enjoy the Super Bowl, my friend, and I will. Uh, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. I'll call you back in five minutes, but don't answer. Who is this? <laughs> Feel the rhythm. Feel the rhyme. Get on up. <laughs>